Welcome to Small Business Celebration. We're continuing our series on small business owners who are getting the move on. And our guests this week, well, they are the commercial trade your business needs in order to grow. This is Small Business Celebration. Welcome, where we chat with real business owners who have real success and learn from them about what works, what doesn't, and who want you to know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and it's not a train. Join us where you can learn something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. Welcome to Small Business Celebration and our guest this week is Chris Keeler, the President of Commercial Trade. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. Hi, it's nice to be here. And for visioneers who don't know who you are, who are you and what is it that you do? I'm Chris Keeler. I'm the President of Commercial Trade. We are a debt collection agency here in Bakersfield, California and uh, we help you collect uncollected debt. Just in Bakersfield? Uh, regionally, statewide, mostly. Statewide. Yes. So you go anywhere from San Diego mm -hmm. to Eureka? Yes. Wow, and yeah. that, that's quite a territory. Yeah, we specialize in the valley. Okay, all but right. But we can work statewide. So do you do as far as like Modesto or? Yes, I've got a lot of clients up in Modesto, Merced, uh, a lot in Fresno, Visalia, Tulare. So it's quite the operation you've got going here. Yes. <laughs> and you're the third generation. Correct. For visioneers, for business owners who aren't familiar with what a debt collection agency does, what is it that you do for business owners? Because I'm sure we've all heard about it on the other side. Yes. yes. <laughs> so what is it that you do for the business owner? We try and get you your money. Mm. Uh, when people don't pay you, mm -hmm. well, we found that generally there's some sort of problem. Mm. It could be as simple as, I don't have the money. Right. Um, usually there's something else, and we try and work through that uh, to get you your money that you worked for. And you're the third generation. Correct. And how did you get roped into this? Because I'm sure, you know, this is something you always wanted to do growing up. Not so much. Oh, well, what did you do? So, uh, growing up, I did start here when I was 13, mm -hmm. still in junior high. Okay. Working the mailroom, filing, moving furniture. The exciting things every 13-year-old yes. loves to do. Yes. And then um, in high school, I uh, left and became a photographer. What drew you into photography? I started working on the yearbook when I was in junior high and fell in love with it. You notice people like the, having their picture taken. A lot of people do. A lot of people hate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then how do, you, how do you draw that out of people? How do you make them relax to the point that they're willing to get their picture taken? Just uh, try and get them relaxed. Usually they're just a little scared, but you just make a joke and they'll be okay. Was that a skill that you learned when you came back to commercial trade? To collect the bills, you need to get people on the phone mm -hmm. and get them talking. Mm. And uh, then you can start to figure out what the issue is mm. to work through it. Mm. But if they hang up on you right away, it's hard to work through the issues. Right. What brought you back to commercial trade? Uh, my grandma, the, uh, my grandparents founded it. Okay. My grandma said, I'm not sure if I have anyone to run it. Really? I need you to come. Okay. While we still have time, that was about 15 years ago. Right. And I've been working my way up since. 
Now, one of the things that's remarkable, and if you've, visioners, if you get a chance to come down to commercial trade, you've got to do this because the cubicles here are not like any other place that I've been. I mean, this is fantastic because your, your newest employee is, has been for how many years? The newest one here has been here about 10 years. And yeah. your oldest one's been here for? 30. 30 years? Yes. When you come here and you take a look at these cubicles, these areas, mm -hmm. you'll see why. Because they, they turn this place into home. Yes. Is having this place like home for your employees, is that one of the ways that you're able to help them become encouraging to the people who owe debts to, to be willing to, to pay those debts? My grandparents always wanted to treat everyone like family. Mm. Uh, some of these people feel like family. Yeah. I mean, some of them have known me since I was seven, eight years old. Wow. Watched me grow up. Sure. Um, and it, we do want to treat everyone with respect. Right. Our clients, obviously. Right. But also the people that owe them money. What is the process like when a business owner is needing a debt to be collected. What is what is the face? Because you're the face of that business owner. What is it that you're trying to communicate or make the debtor feel like so that they're willing to work with you? We're trying to figure out why it came to this point. Mm. Uh, you know, sometimes it's as simple as they just needed a couple months. Mm. You know, and around here we've got a, 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 a ton of farming. Right. And those are boom and bust. Right. So Oil too. Yes, oil as well. Right. But yeah, with farming, a right. company might not have money for three, four months waiting mm. for the harvest to come. Right. So if it's something simple like that, then we work with them for the next few months. Mm -hmm. Or usually when it comes here, it's because they lost a harvest. Mm. And then we got to get it figured out next year. How many businesses or retail businesses that you work with? On the retail side, uh, it's not that much. Okay, so you're mostly B2B. Uh, yeah, business to business. Is, uh, we also have a very strong medical side. If a visionary, a business owner, needs to have a debt collected, what is the process like? So once it gets assigned to my office, mm -hmm. uh, right off the bat, we send out a letter mm -hmm. uh, giving them all their rights. Right. And then we start making phone calls. Okay. And if we can work something out at that point, it's great. Right. If not, that's when we start asset investigation. And what is that? Seeing what they have. Do oh, they own property? Okay. Okay. Do they own a business? Mm -hmm. Do they have a contractor's license? Got it. Can I find where they bank? Mm -hmm. uh, or anything else, uh, maybe an airplane or a boat. Okay. Um, and then at that point, uh, if we aren't getting anywhere and I do find assets, we right. can file a lawsuit. Okay. And, and from there, we can attach those assets, uh, get a lien on their house, so right. if they try to sell it or refinance it. Or their boat it, or their car or, yeah, or whatever. Exactly. Right. Or um, trying to get an earnings withholdings order, okay. pull money right out of their paycheck every right. two weeks. Right. And we can also go after bank accounts. And there's a fee yes. to, to doing this. Is How does that fee structure work? It's all contingency okay. based on the line of business. So if you don't collect anything? I don't make anything. Okay, all right. Yeah, and we don't charge anything up front for many of our clients. Okay. Uh, we forward, if we feel a suit is warranted, mm -hmm. we do forward all the court costs and attorney's fees. Okay. And then those get covered by uh, the consumer once they start paying. 
Uh, but yeah, nothing out of pocket from our clients. You're just trying to get as much money back for the business owner as possible. Exactly. One of the things we'll talk about in the next segment is trying to figure out at what point do you pick up the phone and call a collection agency when you have a client or a customer that isn't paying it? Where is that line? But before we get into that, if visioners want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? I can be reached at 661-632-2100 or my email, chris, C-H-R-I-S, at commercialtrade.com. And if you enjoy a small business celebration, go ahead and like subscribe and notify and when we come back we're going to find out where is that line of do I call a debt collection agency or not when we come right back. Hi I'm Dr. Hugh Beatty the wellness doc also known as TWD. If you find that you suffer with chronic joint problems in your shoulders your hips and your knees and it's impacting your performance at your business you need to come see me for a thorough evaluation. These joints, if they have degenerated and you want to avoid surgery, you should consider PRP stem cell. It's a regenerative process, so you can begin to perform once again at your peak performance. Please come see me, Dr. Hugh Beatty, The Wellness Doc. Reach out to Hugh Beatty, MD, The Wellness Doc at 661-395-0315. That's 661-395-0315. Or visit him online at hughbeattymd.com. That's H-U-G-H-B-E-A-T-T-Y-M-D.com. I'm here with Chris Keeler, the president of Commercial Trade. And our visionary question comes from Leslie, who asks, I don't want to call a debt collector because it makes me feel like a failure, but about three to four percent of my business is constantly owed by people who won't pay me. Is this wrong? I, I don't think there's any reason you should think you're a failure over something like that. Why? It's not you that's not paying. Oh. It's your clients, your right. customers. And I mean, that's well in line with many businesses. Mm. You mean you're talking about the three to four percent? Correct. Okay. I've seen some businesses much, much higher. Right. Does that usually mean that there's a systemic problem with the business if it's a much higher debt ratio? No, okay. it's where the clients come from. Ah, where their clients come from. Yes. Okay. So if it's something you plan on, mm -hmm. you tend to have a plan to pay it. Ah. If it's an emergency that pops up last minute, you generally don't. Right. So companies like tow truck companies, ambulance companies, mm. uh, they run uh, much higher bad debt ratios. Right, right. As opposed to people who uh, have running services where people plan on it on occasion or monthly or weekly. And, and at what point do you distinguish when their client doesn't want to pay because they just don't want to pay versus a bad situation that they're in? Where is that line? You generally figure it out through communication. Ah. If they're ignoring you completely, it's probably because they can't afford it ah. and something happens. Sure, sure. If they're telling you you need to come fix what you did, right. That's part of the problem. Oh, that, so that's back on the business owner to solve the problem. Yes. When you want to blow off steam, because I imagine trying to talk to people day in and day out and, and encourage them to pay their debts can be rather taxing after a while. How do you blow off steam? Uh, one of my favorites is to go to Las Vegas. A debt collector who's a gambler. 
imagine that. <laughs> Shocking. Yes. As were, okay, so what, what do you like to play in Vegas? I like blackjack. A, a fast game. Yep. And why, why blackjack and not something you know, like bridge or gin rummy or something fun like Well, you've got a chance of winning at blackjack. Oh, well, okay. The odds aren't completely stacked in the casino's favor. Now, you've been successful here with commercial trade. What is your success rate in Vegas? Not half bad. I, I did take them for quite a bit of money a few years back. But part of playing blackjack is, like I said, it's fast. Mm -hmm. But you can't, you, you always have to be on your toes, don't you, Matt? Yes, and, and you have to know the strategy. Well, well like what? How? Uh, how? Well, yeah. so you always hit a 16, okay. it's unless the dealer's showing a bus card. Right, and a bus card is? Two through six. Why is yeah. that? Okay, so you'll have to forgive the novice here. Why is a bus card two through six? I would think it would be, you know, king, queen, jack, ace, or something like that. No, because the goal is to get closest to 21. Right. And you always assume they've got 10 underneath. Ah. And if they've got a 10 and they're showing a six, they're going to have to draw a card. And there's Got a it. very high chance they're going to bust. Because of the mm -hmm. two through six, there's more of them. Well, there's far more tens. There's four tens in every suit. Right. Ten, jack, queen, king. This game of blackjack that you like to play, how has that prepared you for life here at commercial trade? You, you got to try and make a plan, but the plan doesn't always work. <laughs> okay, all right. How so? Uh, just... Ev you know, everything uh, is different. Okay. And particularly with what we do. Okay. When we file a suit, every one of them's different. Mm. There's no two that are the same. Right. Tactics change, facts change, timelines change. How do you go through and, and read the other person? Because you're, when you're at a blackjack table and you, know, you see that they have a face card and that they've got a six and your strategy is, okay, you know they have to draw another card. Are you reading the other dealer when you're, when you're gambling, or are you reading everybody else at the table to see what they bet? Well, th that's a beautiful thing about blackjack. Okay. I don't need to worry about the other people. Okay. I'm only playing against the cards. Ah. And the rules are set for the casino. How does that translate to when you're working with somebody who you're trying to collect a debt from? You have your basic strategy. Okay. And you start with that, um, and then you expand from there mm -hmm. if need be. Okay. Is this a preset strategy that you've learned over the last 30 years of being involved with the business? You know, these things mm -hmm. tend to generally work, or is this something that you have a general outline and you tweak as you go? A general outline and we tweak as we go. Um, and the nice thing is all my collectors have, are longtime collectors. Right. They understand the people they're dealing with. Mm. They understand how to work through the issues. Mm -hmm. And they, they can tell uh, right at the beginning if there's a chance of working it out. What, well, what's your, what's your favorite story uh, here at, at Commercial Trade? What's, what's the one that you like to tell all your friends about? I don't know if it's proper. Okay. <laughs> fire, fire away and, and okay. I'll, I'll see how good an editor I am. So I, I had an old collector. She's no longer here. She's right. moved out of state. Right. Um, but she had this consumer on the phone uh -huh. that wasn't happy with her at all. Okay. Uh, he told her how she was going, he was going to come down and shove this phone so far up her you-know-where right. that she'd taste it. 
And she, <laughs> as calm as could be, said, I understand, sir. Do you need my address? <laughs> and, and make sure to bring your checkbook when you come, because when we're done, you're going to pay your bill. <laughs> yeah. oh. And we'll be right back. The reason we're here with Chris Keeler, the president of Commercial Trade, is because of a visioneer question that came from a visioneer just like you. We had a visioneer that wanted to find out, is it wrong that I actually even have to call a debt collector? So if you've got a question, you've got a thought, something that you'd like to learn about here on Small Business Celebration, reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, and let us know. Who knows, your question could appear here on Small Business Celebration. So reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram today. I'm here with Chris Keeler, the president of Commercial Trade, and our visionary question comes from Tony who asks, I'm raising my children to take over the business one day. What lessons did you learn growing up in the business that you would pass along to your children? Well, I've got a couple. Okay. Treat everyone with respect, whether they're we, your clients or not. Now, we've heard this a thousand mm -hmm. times before, and, and it's almost rote. So yeah. why is this important? Well, with what we do, mm -hmm. we're dealing with people who don't want to deal with us. Uh... The, the people that owe the money, they had no choice on where the account went. Right. So we need to work with them and, and show them respect. Mm. There's that, and, and you also need to remember that if a deal sounds too good to be true, it probably is. How so? So I remember back about 25 years ago, mm -hmm. I was 13, uh, my grandpa was on a Ranchero kick. Okay, mm -hmm. Ford Ranchero? Yes, Ford Ranchero. Right. Uh, he wanted all of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> every year, every color. Okay. He, he bought 30, 35. In one year? Or two. Okay, yeah. wow. Yeah, and, and he had room at the house. Okay. He had room for about 16 in garages and, Holy cow. and, and more outside. Wow. So we were over at the coast in Pismo area, and he saw one for sale in uh, the auto trader over there. Okay. And wanted four, the guy wanted $4,000 for it. Mm -hmm. we this was like in what, 1990? 97, 98. Okay. Right. We get out of the car, and he puts his hands right in his pocket. Walks over to it, kicks a tire, and said, hey, this is a piece of junk. Hmm. Give you a hundred bucks for it. Oh, no, 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 you know, I'm, I'm asking four grand. So, kicks another tire. That's a piece of junk. I'll, I'll give you a hundred bucks for it. No, no, I need 3500 Kicks another tire. It's a, it's a hundred dollar car. Uh, I, I gotta have three. Well, long story short, guy gets all the way down to a hundred bucks. Yeah. And my grandpa says, you know what? It's a piece of junk. I don't want it. And we get in the car and leave. <laughs> yeah, so we get back in the car, and I'm 12, 13, 14. I go, Grandpa, you got him all the way down to 100 bucks. Well, why didn't you just buy the car? Right. He said, son, if he was willing to take 100 bucks for it, it really is a piece of junk, and I don't want it. Wow. If he would have held firm at 2000 2500 my grandpa would have handed him the cash, bought the car, went and fixed it up. But no, $100, he said, no, no. If he was willing to let go of it for that, no way it's worth it. Stick to your convictions. Mm -hmm. 
And if a deal sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Now, this isn't the only lesson that you learned. Because I can just imagine some of the stories over the years. Because commercial trade's been in business for how many years? 55 years. Okay. Over the last 55 years, you've, there's, there's got to be stories to tell. I mean, we've, we've been bombed several times. What? What? Yes, bombed. Okay, <laughs> okay. I, I have to ask. Uh, several times? Oh, well, two of them went off. The other one didn't. <laughs> so two okay. or three, depending on how you count. Okay, please. Yeah. Three bombs were placed. Okay, what happened? So the first one, I think that one was just to send a message. We had... Uh, we had a lawsuit against a company. It was a tow truck yard. All right. And we got a turnover order, and we were going to try and take some of the cars that, that they had taken ownership of. Right. So we snuck in with the sheriff and started getting VIN numbers off the cars to put on the court paperwork. You know, this is back in the 70s. Okay. And the sheriff started running those VINs, come to find out it was a chop shop. Oh, no. Yeah, and it, it, it's, it sounds like there were some connected men running it. Oh, no. So the first bomb was <laughs> set on uh, the gas meter at our old office. Wow. Yeah. How much damage was there? Oh, significant. That, that, that building <laughs> <Yeah>. was destroyed. <laughs> now, luckily, luckily, that was one of those old houses turned commercial on H. Okay. So they were able to move everything into the garage, and, and, and that happened Friday. They were back up and running Monday. Okay. Then um, the next one, they went and, and found this office chair in the middle of the night, uh -huh. wired up a bomb to the bottom with a pressure switch. Luckily, that went off about an hour before he got there. <laughs> this sounds like something mm -hmm. out of Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then the third one. <laughs> There's a third one. Yes. That one, if he didn't see it, they would have got him. Really? Yeah. So we had a nice, um, it was a late 50s, early 60s uh, Lincoln Continental. Okay. You know, gorgeous car. Sure. And he had just gotten that one. And, and he walks out the front door, walking to it, stops, looks, sees a wire hanging down, gets down, climbs under it. Sees a bomb wired to the ignition. <laughs> Goes back in the house, calls the cops. They say, yep, it's bomb. It's wired to the ignition. Yeah. So. Wow. And then I, I, I don't know what happened after that. To, uh, to I, okay, I just down. have to ask, what's your liability insurance like? <laughs> it's not bad anymore. That, that, was, that was 50 years ago. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but people know about you now. Mm -hmm. Well, it, it well, at that, that's the point we changed our name. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, prior to that, it was Moss Collection Services. Okay. Because my grandparents, Ed and Carol Moss. Okay, right. They said, uh, we, I think we need to get our name off of this. <laughs> sure, sure, and became mm -hmm. commercial trade yes. instead. Well, and you know, the bombings aside... <laughs> You know, and we touched a little bit about this on the first segment, is, is the kinds of employees that you get, because, you know, you make this place feel like home. 
And I'm, I'm going to single out a particular visionary. He's been a huge fan of Small Business Celebration for a very, very long time. David Collins, who's an employee of yours, and he is so special in so many ways. And how he came to work here is fabulous. And this is something that's a wonderful lesson to be taught for anybody who's trying to find a job. Tell us how David Collins came to work here at Commercial Trade. So he's our outside sales executive. Okay. And his job's to go and talk to prospective clients. Right. And, and get in and talk to them. However, he it's however it needs to be possible. Right. So he came in and dropped off his resume and application. Because he was living in L.A. at the time. Yes, and okay. he was moving back up here where okay. he grew up. Okay. All his family's here, and and he dropped that off and went at the front counter, mm -hmm. went around back, snuck in the back door, made a beeline to the former president's office, sat down in front of his desk, <laughs> said, "I'm here for my interview." <laughs> He said, excuse me, how did you get in? Oh, I snuck in the back door. <laughs> well, if you're able to get in my office, uh, I'm sure you can get in just about anyone else's. You're hired. <laughs> and how many years has he been here? I think we're right at 30. Wow. <laughs> and he yes. shows no sign of retiring? No. Absolutely no, not. He's not slowing down one bit. Now, this is my favorite question, mm -hmm. and, and I always ask it. And that is, what is one piece of business advice that you have given over and over and over again that nobody listens to? Hire an attorney. <laughs> okay, you, you're going to have to be more specific on that. What, what kind of an attorney? You, you need to get an attorney to look over your contracts. Mm. And just being able to back you up on other things. Mm. Most of the law stuff that most companies run into is fairly simple. Any first or second year attorney can walk you through it. Right. But a lot of times those are decisions you shouldn't make yourself. Mm. You know, you, ne you need to find someone that's not emotionally attached. Mm -hmm. And an attorney's good for that. Right. Even if you're paying them hourly. Mm -hmm. But yeah, find one you trust. For the visioneer who's struggling right now, mm -hmm. What word of encouragement do you have for them? Oh, you've got this. You know what you're doing. Just keep it going. Um, it might get a little tough here and there, but there is a light down at the end of the tunnel. And it's not a train? No. If visioneers want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Uh, my phone number is 661-632-2100, or I can be reached by email at chris at commercialtrade.com. Chris, this has been a real privilege. Thank you very much for joining us here on Small Business Celebration. Well, thank you for coming. And I'll be right back with my final thought. Hi, I'm Dr. Hugh Beatty, the wellness doc, also known as TWD. If you find that you suffer with chronic joint problems in your shoulders, your hips, and your knees, and it's impacting your performance at your business, you need to come see me for a thorough evaluation. These joints, if they have degenerated and you want to avoid surgery, you should consider PRP stem cell. It's a regenerative process, so you can begin to perform once again at your peak performance. Please come see me, Dr. Hugh Beatty, The Wellness Doc. Reach out to Hugh Beatty, MD, The Wellness Doc at 661-395-0315. That's 661-395-0315. Or visit them online at hughbeattymd.com. That's H-U-G-H-B-E-A-T-T-Y-M-D.com. 
your episode in reverse. For visioneers who've been watching Small Business Celebration for a long time, you know I'm a big fan of history. I love history and the people who make it. In fact, that's one of the reasons I get up every morning to do Small Business Celebration. I love history. And our conversation today with Chris Keeler with Commercial Trade is a classic example of an episode in reverse. We start off the episode with where Chris Keeler, the president of commercial trade is today and the culture and the way things work. And then we took a step back in time where he first got introduced into the family business and a very remarkable story of a very remarkable employee and the conversation she had over the phone. And then we went into the story of not one, not two, but three bombings or attempts when the business was first started, so much so they had to rename the business? Holy cow, I don't know about you, I think I would have quit. But that's the beauty of this particular episode. It gives us perspective to look back on our business and the evolution of our business. After all, a business doesn't last for three generations in 55 years by staying the same. They don't stay that way by not learning, without evolving, changing. And the way commercial trade is today is vastly different than it was 55 years ago. So, if you start looking back and you start looking at your business and your life journey, I'm willing to bet you that you're not the same today as when your business first started. So think about it. How have you evolved? How have you changed? And we'll see you here again next week. And thank you for watching us here on Small Business Celebration, where our guest, Chris Keeler of Commercial Trade, gave us a fabulous, fun-filled episode. And we'll see you here again next week. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you might find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. That's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. If you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to the Small Business Celebration podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. Also, if there's a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on LinkedIn and Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration Podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.